With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 580 WCHS, its employees, or WVRC Media. And a very pleasant good morning to you. You're listening to Ask the Expert, WCHS, the voice of Charleston. I'm Dale Cooper. Thank you so much for tuning in on what's turned out to be a beautiful Wednesday morning. Uh, be aware of that area where that tractor trailer was overturned yesterday uh, there at the Washington Street exit along Pennsylvania Avenue and I-64. Uh, that was a mess yesterday that kept things shut down all day long. The uh, the hazardous waste in the uh, truck has been uh, moved, but there's all kinds of repairs that need to be done to that roadway. So as Caitlin just told us a minute ago on the traffic report, be aware of that as you're driving in this morning, uh, that's really going to affect you, especially if you're coming uh, west to east. If you're coming into Charleston, that could cause you, or I'm sorry, the other way. If you're going out of Charleston, if you're going uh, west, uh, uh, east to west, that could cause you some severe issues. But I've been looking forward to this show for a long time. A little bit of a different show this morning. Usually this is where you would hear Larry Dawson. Of course, Larry was on here yesterday morning. He moved over or moved back just one day uh, to bring on uh, a friend of his and a friend of mine and a friend of the program. Uh, Ross Kirk is here from Marco Concrete Lifting, and uh, he's here celebrating a special day today. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But good morning, Ross. How are you doing this morning? I'm just fine, sir. How are you? Man, I am doing okay. It's always, uh, I know that we're in the middle of summer because I get to see Ross Kirk. Uh, usually <laughs> that's what happens uh, in uh, in mid-July of every year because that's when uh, 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 Marco Concrete Lifting, that's when you celebrate your anniversary. This year, though, and we want to make sure the listeners out there understand this, this is a very special year when it comes to your anniversary. This is your quarter century anniversary, man. It's 25 years in the books. That's incredible. 25 years you've been doing this um, uh, in the Kanawha Valley, and we'll get a little bit into your history for folks that have listened to your show before. You, you know uh, a little bit about Ross, what Ross is all about. But tell me a little bit about that ride, man, 25 years. My understanding is uh, that it all started as far as uh, signing your corporation papers and everything right here, basically. Uh, well, I'm actually next door. At yeah. John Gabbard's office. Um, no, that was uh, in 97, July 21st, which I couldn't get on then. But actually, it's um, um, 25, 24 years in a day. Wow. From being 25 years. That's incredible. Yeah. I've had, 
I've had two children and two grandchildren since I started. <laughs> and and just to think over a a quarter century, you've seen a lot. I mean, you've seen this business. Um, you've seen uh, how this business fluctuates and and the things that you do. But as far as Marco Concrete Lifting, we're going to talk a little bit more about the services that you provide and how you've learned to do those services because your your story on how you learn to do your job is is pretty unique. But just so folks understand what we're talking about as we kind of move that narrative forward a little bit, just let people know what it is that you do. Oh, the number one thing we do is is what I started out doing is is raising concrete slabs, garage floors, basement floors, warehouse floors, anything. Uh, we actually built a machine that does that um, and still got it. We're, we run it every day. And, um, and the, one, some of the biggest hurdles we ever had was trying to advertise what it was that we do. <laughs> I mean, in the beginning, it was Marco Concrete Leveling, and I got more calls to do blacktop I said, I'm not a blacktop. <laughs> That's not exactly what you're looking at, right? I know it's asphalt, but I don't really think about it. But, yeah, we started out slab jacking or, or pressure grouting, as some people call it. And then as as it as it went on, actually, I lived in Sisseville, and, my well, my daughter Zoe had just been born, and the people beside us, was, their foundation settled, and I saw a company over there putting, they're from Kentucky, putting um, piling on a house. That light went off, and I went, what in the world are you doing? I said, we're putting piers on this house, driving down to bed, rocking and lifting it. I said, okay, well, let me get a lawn chair and some lemonade. See this. <laughs> and uh, I watched them do it, and you know, back then we didn't have the Internet, so it was very, very hard to get outside West Virginia to see that. Right. It's not like you watch videos or anything else no, or, no, or there whatever. Any, there wasn't a YouTube. There wasn't nothing. And, and our friend down the alley from my mother's house, um, she had a computer and had a dial up and she'd ring this big bell out behind her house. It was an old school bell that they'd put up there. And I'd run up the alley and get on the internet and search, you know, foundation peering, um, foundation repair companies, manufacturers. And, um, and I found a, a company that's uh, out of Oklahoma, called them. One thing led to another and another. I ended up buying a, a franchise in um, uh, St. Louis, Missouri. So the function of what you do, and we'll talk about you do some things that are a little bit different um, in this area anyway as far as the way that you uh, raise sunken concrete and different things like that. But um, commonly, like people that maybe don't understand the, the technical vernacular or something like that, if you see a house that's like sloping a little bit, that's a little cockeyed setting on its foundation, um, uh, you have uh, a, a driveway or something that's uh, sinking down, basements that's coming, these are the things that you do. You can help pull houses back into position, uh, fortify them so they don't move. These All these houses in West Virginia that we have that are cut into hillsides and things like that, they move, they settle. Things happen to them and that causes there to be stress on the foundations for them to move and things like that. That's all the stuff that you do. In this area, that's a—I mean, it's it's something that's absolutely needed. Yes, it will always be here. I mean, you got to cut and fill lots. You cut cut the back for the basement and then build on the fill. And then when it rains a lot, um, unlike this year, <laughs> um, right? The back will bow in. But in the summer, when it's very very dry, again, not like this year, but uh, when it's very dry, the clay will dry out. It'll more or less turn into flour, and the house drops. And we put period. We put brackets on the footer, drop piers or helicals down to rock, and then lift off of that. So you mentioned um, you, you mentioned a little bit ago about how you kind of started on your journey and how you just, you know, 
I think we would all be lucky if we had that moment. And I kind of had that moment with radio, to be honest with you. I always said it took me, I took 15 years off on radio, but I always said when I did it the first time, if I could find myself in a position where I could come back and do it as a living, I would. And I did. I did. It, it, it hit me right away as something that I wanted to do. We would all be so lucky as to do that. But that is literally something. Um, it wasn't that you watch somebody playing baseball. It wasn't that you watch somebody uh, uh, designing a rocket ship or something like that. Right. You saw this, you saw this uh, concrete lifting. You saw somebody doing a practical, useful, full skill and that, it just, you just dialed into it I, I when, once i started this i was in the we'll say the transportation business <laughs> selling cars at time yeah it. right and and my friend out in, in st albans i'd go get in go you're down there with markdown weren't you <laughs> tom peen and markdown yeah, down there yeah. Markdown. <laughs> and uh that doesn't have anything to do with the way i come up with this name but uh um, Never even thought of it. Yeah, um, I, uh, I, I was telling my friend. I said, "What does that thing do?" And he said, "Well, it raises concrete when it settles." And I said, "Oh yeah, okay." And after about a year, this thing was filthy. I, I wouldn't even get close to it. It was so dirty. <laughs> and I said, "What is it that that thing does, really?" And he said, "Well, my brother lives across the street, and his driveway you, know, you can't compact that. His driveway went down about two inches." And he said, "Watch." And he drilled about six holes and. Uh, he said, shut that pump on off when I tell you. And that driveway raised right up, and I mean, a light bulb went off. And there was no stopping me. There was no no way that I was not going to. So that was your inspiration. You found your inspiration there. And you've had help along the way, too. So along the way, as you've been teaching yourself a lot of these components, as you've as you've learned how to do it, I mean, you, you uh, tackled the whole marketing issue and everything else. But along each step along the way, you've had, had robust help from folks that's helped you get to the quarter century. Um well, my partner showed me how to do it, and, and I asked him how many people do this. He said, nobody. And I went, okay. And then I, I started trying to build this truck, and I absolutely knew nothing about hydraulics. And I started, I lived in Sisterville, and I started at Imperial Hydraulics. Dennis Baldwin probably helped me, and Dale Thaxton from Thaxton Construction probably helped me more than anybody. Hmm. And then along the way, you know, I'm kind of an inquisitive type person. I just kept asking questions. I and again, I say we had no internet or anything, so I'd drive to Cincinnati, I'd drive to Pittsburgh, um, I'd drive to, you know, major towns, and I'd look at the phone book, I'd find the, you know, concrete repair people, cut their ad out of the phone book at the hotel, and then I'd get the address, and I'd go watch these people. And I just, there was, I mean, everybody doubted me in the beginning, said, you're crazy, you're, you know, nobody's, this, this won't work. I said, well, it's working in 40 other states. It'll work in this right. one. Yeah. Especially this one with all the, you know, the train and the hillsides. And, um, and there was just no way that I was not going to succeed at this. I mean, <laughs> there's been a lot of lonely nights, you know, working on equipment and a lot of, you know, oh, please check, come in. I mean, it's literally down sometimes within the hour. I think this, this is something. And you've even had folks that uh, I know that uh, you, marketing is a big thing that you've learned to do. And, and again, uh, you know, you had some experience in it beforehand. But for your own business, you found your own niche and your way to do it. Uh, but even with that, you had folks help you along the way to kind of point you in the right direction on on uh, on what you needed to do to, to have an effective marketing campaign. You use some of your common sense approach with with and marrying that with a with a sales vernacular that that really made sense to you. And that's what you've really been doing. I mean, everybody's heard your jingle, for example. I oh, mean, yeah. um, you know, it's something uh, that sticks in your head and something that that is timeless 
selfless in that regard, but that's really been an important part of your business too, is the people that's helped you along the way to, to learn all the nooks and crannies of your area. Well, I, I mean, working at Tom Peden Chevrolet back in the van days um, in, in management, you, you knew, you watched them, they watched how they advertised. And I remember one day they were we were putting them things together for the newspaper, getting a whole full-page ad, and it was like a million dollars for one year. And I went, oh, Lord. <laughs> so I, I knew how to sell uh, extremely well. I wasn't you know, scared to talk or anything. And then I knew how to advertise, but I didn't know how to advertise raising sunken concrete. Now, that was the hardest thing I've ever hurdled in my life. I knew how to advertise cars or whatever, but advertising, uh, raising sunken concrete, wow. And um, I finally got a few little things. I remember my first ad was in the newspaper. It was about the size of a postage stamp, um, uh, maybe a little bigger. Uh, but I came in here because we'd advertise at, at Peden through here, and I, uh, I think my first rep was Scott Schaefer. This was eons ago. And I said, um, I said, I know that. I know that to advertise, you have to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just like your light bill right? or like your truck payment. If you don't pay it, it goes away. And um, he said, okay, I think, he said, we can put something together. Just, he said, and even Scott said, tell me what it is you do again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, man, this is starting out great. He said, what's your uh, budget? And I said, I got about $600. And he said, a month? I said, no, a year. <laughs> he said, well, this is going to be a tough one. But you know, back then, radio spots were like ten, twelve bucks. Yeah, sure, right. I mean, and it, and it just, you know, it kept going from there. And every time I get a little extra money, I throw a little more into advertising. I lettered my trucks up. Um, they were red and white, now they're pink, pink and gray. And um, I figured if Orders and Haynes could do it for a hundred years back years ago, have everything pink, I, I can do it. Yeah, pink and blue uh, is a recent construction. It was what from the late late nineteen forties that those were assigned to, to to genders. I mean, it doesn't matter. I like pink a lot, so yeah. Well, mine and it uh, sticks and it pops. Actually, the guy from um, West Virginia Outdoors that does the billboards, he had done a, a billboard down in Kentucky at the gun show, and it was pink and gunmetal gray. And I said, no, pink's not going to cut it in the construction business. And he showed me that, and I said. That'll work. It looks good, man. I mean, it's a good color scheme uh, that 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 really uh, shows very well. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and you know, so so you, you kind of went out. You kind of went rogue, really, to to like kind of to learn the industry a little bit. To um, you kind of uh, siphon knowledge off of where you could, either from people that were uh, that were reaching a hand out to help you, or basically spying on people in out of state. I don't want to put that in a, in a bad way, but no. hey, reconning. I mean, really, that's really what it was. I mean, you you were just doing a, a like a recon, trying to figure out what it is that people did, different uh, processes that people put in. If I remember from our previous shows, one of the processes you used was slab jacking. That's somewhat unique to our area right I, I think i'm still the only one that actually does it at, at any type of level um it just i mean everybody thinks it's a big deal and i mean it is when you drill a hole in a floor that's sunken and you sometimes drill a hundred depending on how big it is and you set up a laser and you just back and forth to its level and um it it, it worked very well it worked very well a lot of, um, uh, like i said and I strongly reiterate that um, when I first started, people looked at me like I had come from another planet. <laughs> they said, are you kidding me? That would be a big hurdle, trying to co- communicate 
what your business was, what it is you were trying to do, the outreach you were trying to do. I mean, just inherently with the type of business you're doing, that's a big hurdle because you have to educate people at the same time as promoting your business. Yeah, and in most cases, in billboards, you got five seconds. And sure. TV ad, or radio ads, you got 30. Right. And then I started going on TV, uh, on WSAZ, and I started showing it. And then the phone went crazy. Oh, yes. But now 90% of, uh, of the calls that we get in are word of mouth or how'd you hear about our company uh well word of mouth um i've had people say well who doesn't know you and you'd be surprised if people have never heard of this mm-hmm. with pink billboards on 64 <laughs> lit up you know that just catches your eye from miles away and, and people say well i've never heard of that and uh so well you know you have now and then now i want to stand around and watch and i just did a big job for the state that guy said i want to watch this I said, you might want to watch it for about 10 minutes. And I said, you'll find something to do. <laughs> and then this was good. He said, he said that, well, there's three or four colors of paint that I love to watch dry. And I said, well, you might like it then. And he, wow. he was there about 15 minutes. Okay. And he went. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Even testing uh, the, the metal there. By the way, Marco Concrete Lifting, you can find out more information online. It's marcoconcrete.com. Marcoconcrete.com. Located in St. Albans, West Virginia. The phone number is 304-722-5438. 304-722-5438 is the number to Marco Concrete Lifting. You can give us a call this morning if you want to. Maybe if you have a testimony about uh, some work that uh, that Ross did for you. If you want, if you have a question about some uh, work that you may need to have done, you can give us a call this morning. 304-345-5850. 3043455858 so here you, you uh, you've kind of brought this business more or less to the area you know you you um, you, s- you kind of stumbled upon it um, something that really uh, inspired you and, and that you wanted to do you went around to different places to to learn how to do it to observe other people doing it doing recon for it you figured out kind of a way to do some sort of advertising um you know, again, difficult because you're trying to show people and, and, and doing the TV bit. And that, I'm a radio guy, but doing illustrating what it is that you do has to have, at least back before anybody was familiar with it especially, had to have a huge value to you. So you're getting to the point now where, you know, your business people kind of know what it is, what you're doing, and things like that. So at some point, you just have to jump in, right? I mean, you have to um, you have to learn what you're doing. You have to uh, – I'm assuming that depending on the types of jobs, there's different equipments that you need. So you were probably prepared to do – one or two types of jobs when you first started out that you probably had to build over time, right? I mean, to, to get to be able to do multiple types of jobs? The normal contractor that would walk into, you know, a general contractor or whatever would walk into my warehouse, and he would look around and say, what is all this stuff? bunch of machines, I guess, right? Uh, it's, it's hydraulics. It's hydraulic pumps. It's, uh, it's drivers. It's drills. It's um, uh, certain kinds of um, grout mixers and grout products and they'd look at me like what in the name of god is this guy doing but um now we um we've really educated a lot of people <laughs> i remember i did the tta uh, bus building in huntington and, and and the architect we ended up being great friends he said now if you lift that building with whatever it is you're talking about don't you're putting concrete under it and i said no nah, it doesn't work that way he said i will not pass it without concrete under it and he watched what we did down there for a couple of days and we lifted that building up he said I need your card. <laughs> <laughs> Very said, nice. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I said, well, and this, that was a job I did in 2000. And that's 22 years ago, and it's never budged. It's hard to believe. Just saying that the year 2000 was 22 years ago is kind of hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I'm still, 
I'm of the age where you talk about the year 2000 of being, it's about 10 years ago. You know, it, for whatever reason, it's like, eh, it's about 10 years ago. And now it, it stuns me to think that it was, uh, you know, 22 years ago. That's just Well, when incredible. I started this business, I had blonde hair and a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's something else. So for folks that are out there and they're listening to us and, and people, I think that uh, you've done such a good job in this area in advertising and bringing your business along. I think that people that it's probably helped the business in general, even uh, folks that aren't Marco, unfortunately, because uh, people understand what the business is. But if they're out there, they might not know how it applies to their building or to their residence. And you do both commercial and residential. Some of the things that somebody looks for, I mean, obviously, if you have a house that's coming detached from the hillside or something, that's pretty obvious. But I, And I don't know the answer to these, so I just had a couple things in my mind. Let's say you moved into a house like a decade ago, and uh, when you were doing like your initial move in and you were squaring things up and everything, your house was pretty level. You know, you, you had a level, you were putting things in, everything seemed pretty okay. Well, recently you've been doing some work around the house and things like that, and uh, you've noticed like maybe some cracking along the foundation, you, you, you were doing something with leveling, you notice you're a few degrees off now where you weren't a few degrees before what's the difference between yeah that stuff's going to happen with a house over the course of 20 years and maybe i should call somebody to take a look at this to see if i'm starting to have some problems and that's exactly how it happens exactly how they'll see a crack over a door they'll see a door sticking or on the corners they'll see something or the center of the house you know sometimes the 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 joists will sag and it seems like the centers of the house is high and they can feel it when they walk over it things like that but um, I can tell you one thing. In West Virginia, uh, it's 90% hillside, okay? When it rains, how does it, how does the river get muddy? With dirt coming off of the mountains. If dirt comes off of the mountains around a house, something eventually is going to happen. Now, it, I've had many people say, well, how long do I have? I said, well, they quit making the batteries that... Uh, go into my crystal ball. I can't tell. You. <laughs> right. I said, but I can tell you what. It's not going to go back on its own. I can stop it. Maybe move it back. Maybe move it up. But it's not going to stop. Is it something you have to do today? And this is this is what where, where my ethics come in sure. on top of maybe somebody else's. I said, do you have to do it right now? No. Are you going to have to do it in the future? Absolutely. And is there a cross-reference, is there a sort of an intersection point there that you try to help people come up with where, you know, when they do it as com- as compared to, uh, you know, need would be like if the thing was falling in or what? I mean, there's, there's probably a point somewhere where, okay, you've come to the point now where if you don't do it now, it's going to be so much more massively expensive in the future. You, This is kind of your last chance to I do have, it now. I've told people that, um, that one lady in Barbersville had a beautiful house was wanting to, you know, sell it. And had two or three contractors come in there, and they said, oh, you need this, and this corner's sinking. I went in there and shot a grade on it and looked at what she was calling cracks, which were about the width of the sheet of paper. And I said, ma'am, I said, enjoy your house. There's not, <laughs> there's not a thing wrong with it. If it was my house, I wouldn't touch it. Yeah. And she got big old alligator tears in her in her eyes because everybody was telling her 10, 15, 20. Sure, 000. right. I said, you don't have a thing in the world wrong with it. And then she told her neighbor, and I got, her neighbor did have a problem, and I got her neighbor's job. But, so but that's, that's the way it works, though, right? Well, when you tell somebody the truth, right. they can handle it. That's right. It's, uh, well, you need this, 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 and sat down with this catalog and all these pictures and pages and all that stuff, and I can just look at it now. You know, in the beginning it was hard, but now I can just look at it and say, nah, you got a while. Um, and now if I tell you you need to do something today, 
You better do it. You better do it. That's right. That's Ross Kirk talking from Marco Concrete <laughs> Lifting, celebrating his quarter century anniversary, 25 years in business. That was in the books uh, tomorrow at uh, around 10 or 11 o'clock, you think, probably. Yes. Uh, will be officially the 25-year anniversary, but we're pretty darn close right now uh, in this day on July, 25 years for Marco Concrete Lifting. You can give us a call this morning if you have a testimonial, if you have some uh, questions about uh, some work you might have, not only at your resident, but your business. If you have uh, some issues that you're wondering about, you can give Ross a call. He can point you in the right direction. 304-345-5858 is our number. 304-345-5858. You can text over questions to 304-935-5008. Marco Concrete Lifting can be found online. It's marcoconcrete.com. Marcoconcrete.com located in St. Albans. 304-722-5438. 304-722-LIFT. If you need an easy way to remember it. 304-722-LIFT. What we're going to do now is we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We have plenty more we're going to talk about. I'm going to ask Ross, tell me about some of the crazy things that you've seen, some of the crazy jobs that you've had and things along those lines. And uh, we're going to get, uh, we're going to uh, talk about uh, how you can uh, contact Ross and maybe some of the problems you might have around your home business as well and how to spot those things. All of that and more when we come back, plus your phone calls at 304-345-5858. You're listening to Ask the Expert this morning. I'm Dale Cooper. The expert in the studio is Ross Kirk from Marco Concrete Lifting. We'll be back right after this on 580 WCHS, the voice of Charleston. Are you tired of living with chronic pain, knee pain, joint pain? Listen carefully because now there are new regenerative treatments available here. Hi, it's Dave Allen. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, is now open, giving lasting relief to people with joint pain, using the latest in precision medicine with natural biologics. It's an exciting non-surgical approach that can restore and repair damaged tissue in your joints and get you moving again. QC Kinetics has over 100 clinics nationwide and have treated thousands of patients with an incredible success and satisfaction rate. If you've got pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back, you need to check out these new treatments. They can actually help your body restore and repair itself with no downtime, no drugs, and no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now, 304-202-5566. That's 304-202-5566. 304-202-5566. The school year will be here before you know it. Get the year started off right with a back-to-school loan from Members Choice West Virginia Federal Credit Union. Now through September 2nd, get all the school supplies that you need with a loan of up to $1,500. Rates as low as 6.99% and 10 months to pay back. Take the stress out of school shopping and apply for a back-to-school loan today. Stop into 201 Ohio Avenue in Charleston or visit MembersChoiceWV.com. Loans are subject to credit approval. Additional loan fees and restrictions may apply. Advertising of this promotion does not represent a loan approval or commitment to land. You're listening to Ask the Expert, WCHS, the voice of Charles, and I'm Dale Cooper. Thanks for tuning in on this beautiful Wednesday morning. In studio with me this morning, it's Ross Kirk from Marco Concrete Lifting. More information online is marcoconcrete.com. Marcoconcrete.com. You can call us this morning if you have any questions about uh, what might be going on around your home or business when it comes to settling, uh, foundation uh, problems, cracks you're seeing, maybe uh, things are just looking a little off kilter. Uh, you can give us a call this morning, uh, and uh, Ross can point you in the right direction, and obviously Marco Concrete can help you out. 304-345-5858 is our number, 304 304- Three four five fifty eight fifty eight. We were talking a little bit before the break about some of the things that people might observe uh, around their property if they think that the if they're starting to lose some uh, issues with their foundation or something. You've seen a lot of stuff. Uh, what's some an example of like a, a massive type of job that you've had to do and really had to come in for the rescue for it? 
I looked at a house in South Hills probably three years ago when um, our vice president came it's on. It's got to be a complicated area, right, the South Hills area? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable up there. It's all rock. Yeah. You don't have a drill, a big drill. And I said, you know, I said, look, kid, ride with me for three years and, you know, four, five, six years down the road, I'll sell it to you. He said, sure. And I said, I've seen everything. No more than got that out of my mouth, and we're going up somewhere out in the back of South Hills. And walk in, and this, this gentleman says, my floor is spongy. And I went over there, and he's jumping up and down. This thing's moving like it's wood floor. Right. And I had a cross space under it. He was jumping up and down, like moving like three inches. I went, whoa. I said, don't do that anymore. <laughs> How do you get under here? And he said, well, the cross space doors around through there. And, and I'm not going to say anything about block layers because I know some real good ones. But they laid this house up with block, and they never put a step in hmm. for the joist box. So what they did was they nailed a two-by-four around this house with just regular cut nails in the center block. And every now and then they put a – this is to set the whole joist system or the whole house right. floor. I, I'm not a builder, but this is sounding a little bit uh, dangerous to me. Uh, well, they Or shoddy, a, I should say. They put a tube of tin all the way around it, and they just toenailed these um, uh, joists to the tube of tin it was setting on a two before nailed into the wall and every now and then they put a two before straight under the other two before. And I looked back and I said, Taylor, I said, I remember when I told you I'd seen everything. I said, I will never say that again. <laughs> and he does a lot of woodworking and he walked in and he, he, well, we crawled in. He said, I don't think that's the way that's supposed to be. I said, no. And I told the, I went upstairs and told the customer, I said, do not walk on this floor. We're done. Wow. Cause you have a chance of this thing snapping. And they just laid up, you know, 10 inch blocks straight up, but nowhere to step in to set the joist system. On. Right. And I went upstairs. I said, sir, you need to sit down for a second. <laughs> this is going to be timely and this is going to be expensive. And um, I did one in Kentucky, well built home. I mean, I have to say it was well built. Didn't use a steel plate, which is when you come to the top of the block, you put a tube of tin on it and, and then you rest your, your joists on that. And it was bowing in, and I couldn't quite figure out. It was, it was in the turn of a road, which is always bad because you got street creep. And um, it was over the hill, and he wanted to put some fire escapes for his mother. And they make them. They're decorative. You can use pl for planters. I started digging that house out, and I dug the first set of ste concrete steps out. And then uh, what my operator back then got to spend, again, 20 years ago, he said, hey, boss, we got something down here. And I said, what is it? He said, it's steel or it's, it's concrete. We dug out another set of steps where that set had settled so oh. far. They just built another one on top of it. Oh, wow. That one went down because under that one, we dug out some kind of big engine. I don't know what it was, big, huge diesel or gas. It's like an archaeological dig. I went. Are you got to be kidding me. Are you? Where'd all this junk come from, <laughs> sir? I said, I don't mean to be rude, but right. there's a motor block down here. And we got that thing out of there, realigned the wall. Uh, then we put rebar in it and pumped it. We had to lift the house up off of that wall with our, you know, our appearing rams. Lift the house up, shove that wall back, 
put uh, rebar and concrete in every block and then drain that thing. Oh, my Lord. I said, I'm going to put a drain in here. It's going to work. And we took six-inch pipe and drilled holes through, you know, three-quarter-inch holes. And we put enough gravel in there. I mean, we were tired of hauling gravel. <laughs> and and that guy called one about a month or two later. He said, man, I'm telling you what, that drain works. And he sent me a little video of that six-inch pipe because I horseshoed the house pouring water down over the hill into the creek. I said, but hadn't moved had it. He said, no, and it dries a bone. I said, well, I've never seen a motor block under the first set of steps. Yeah, that's pretty And then unusual. another set of steps on top of the first set. I went, my Lord. And um, we've dug, uh, dug up everything but a body. We've dug up bones and, you know, animals. And I could imagine, yeah. It, it's just you never know. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, you never know what's uh, what's in some of these areas, and and uh, uh, and what gets filled in or anything else. That that's very true. Uh, Ross Kirk is here in studio with me from Marco Concrete Lifting. You can just call this morning if you'd like three zero four three four five fifty eight fifty eight. You can also find out more about Marco Concrete online at marcoconcrete dot com, or their phone number is three zero four seven two two fifty four thirty eight seven two two fifty four thirty eight. In business now, uh, pretty much as of today, technically tomorrow, but we'll call it today a twenty five year quarter century anniversary for Marco Concrete Lifting. Uh, it's been in the books for that long. I think that that's fantastic. And uh, Ross comes back here about once a year to, to celebrate his anniversary. But this is a special one with it being a 25-year anniversary. For the folks out there that are listening, we, we've talked about a lot of different things. But talking about a typical customer that you see in this area, a typical client that you see in, in the area that you cover that might be listening to this, what are some of the things that they might be seeing around their house that uh, could that should lend them some concern if they see it? Uh, a lot of them are going to see a, a basement wall bowing. Uh, a lot of them are going to see um, a, a crack right beside their, you know, their garage door where it's starting to open up away from the garage door framing itself. Um, driveway settling, uh, basement floor settling, um, you know, zig stair step cracking, uh, just things like that. And uh, by the time they end up calling us, they say, oh, "It'll be okay. It'll be okay." And then when I get there, it's <laughs> not really okay. Right. So, you know, it's, you should have called me a few years ago. This is this is a tough one. Are you ever consulted uh, pre-purchase? Do uh, realtors or uh, uh, prospective buyers or anything ever reach out to you and say, "Hey, can you take a look at this and let us know if there's an issue here?" Weekly. Yeah, that's what I thought. So that's actually a pretty good play, I would imagine. If you're, especially in the way the market's been in the last couple of years, and you're looking to make an investment, I've been a little concerned about the accelerated prices of homes around here. And the last thing you want to do is a 2006-ish type thing where you end up getting upside down on a home and and paying a little bit too much for it than than what it's worth. And what would complicate a, something like that is if you get something that has a, 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 a $20,000 foundation. Exactly. Value. Which, you know, appraisers can miss because, I mean, they're not they're not uh, structural engineers. They might miss them. Um, even some engineers, depending on what their specialty is and what they're looking at, may not see a structural issue that you can identify. So it's important for if there's a question about something and you're making an investment in it, it wouldn't be a bad idea to, to maybe give Ross uh, Kirk and Marco Concrete a call or the realtor could. Is it usually the realtor or the client that uh, reaches out it's, to you? It's everybody. Either. either. Yeah, yeah. And, and one of the things, um, you know, now we, we work from the ground down. Sure. You get up into the wood, up in the rafters and all that, I'm not. Not your deal. Right, exactly. And, and I'll tell people just straight up front, you know, if, if I know what's wrong with it, I'll write you an estimate. If I don't know what's wrong with it, and I, I mean, I know how to fix it, all of them. But instead of me, you know, CYA and, and doing $30,000 worth of work, I'm not exactly sure what it's doing, but I'm 
close, but here's a list of engineers. Call one of them and let them come up here and pinpoint this. You're, you're right. Because we might be able to spend ten or $12,000. Because if I do it, I'm going to do the whole thing. It can't move. Right. Because I don't know. I know, I know it's doing something, but I'm not exactly sure where it's doing it. So if I do it without an engineer, I am going to, I'm going to make this thing impossible to move. Um, which an engineer can come in and you know he can go with the up to the the, the wood and then a little bit more precision on yeah, exactly what it is I mean, you need to do. I don't know at all. Right. But I, I just I, I look at that and I've done, you know, I have some experience in the past in real estate and I've seen some of this happen before. And it seems like that that's one of the things, number one, is fairly easy to overlook. You know, if you're looking at how beautiful your kitchen is and your yeah. new appliances and all that bathroom's just been remodeled, you know, you're looking at these different things and you get kind of uh, married into this sweetheart deal and you miss some of the structural elements that might be going on with the foundation or something of that home. Um, and depending on how the, the, the contract and stuff is and the time that passes between when you start seeing problems, you could be two or three years down the road before something starts to manifest itself that's that's that obvious, and then you're left holding the bag. I mean, that that's all your responsibility. Right. There's a lot of um, home inspectors popping up, and, and you know some of them are very thorough. Uh, but when it comes down to where if I can't figure it out, I'm going to tell you to call an engineer. Yeah. I mean, I'll just flat out tell you, I don't know. It's doing something. I don't know what. And and uh, as far as uh, sliding in appointments and things like that, if folks are in the uh, in the market and they need you to take a look at something, they need to get an estimate, they have some work they know they need to have done, whether it be residential or business, um, all they need to do is pick up the phone call, uh, yeah. pick up the, the, the phone and call. Um, you might have some availabilities coming up here relatively soon. You just never know unless you call, but uh, it's a good time to do that. So you can uh, give uh, Marco Concrete a call. The phone number is 304-722-5438. That's 304-722-5438. Uh, we have about uh, 90 seconds or so here. How's the process work after somebody reaches out to you? Like, uh, what do they expect about when you show up, the type of evaluation that you do and stuff like that? Well, they'll call in. They'll schedule an appointment. We'll go out to their house. We'll look at it. We'll write it up. And they'll give us a deposit. And we'll put them on a schedule. And as soon as they're, you know, two, three weeks down the road, their uh, their name comes up. We call them a day or two ahead of time. So, hey, we're getting ready to come and tear your yard all to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people, make sure your wife understands it's like a bomb hit this house. But, uh, yeah, and then we go out and do the work, and, and I always tell them, you know, there may be unforeseen circumstances because we cannot see 10 feet in the ground. But um, I'd like to thank everybody from uh, the tri-state area, the state of West Virginia. Uh, just There's just too many people that, that uh, to, to list, but all of our customers in the last 25 years, thank you very, very much. We really appreciate it. That's really incredible. 25 years in business. That's Marco Concrete Lifting. Uh, on the radio here for a long time, and you've heard uh, the jingle everywhere, of course. But this is one of those situations where if you know, you know. If you if you have a problem, you need somebody that knows how to fix it. Uh, when you have a foundation issue or some other issue where you have sunken concrete, that's not something you can dance around forever because eventually it's going to cause major problems. Better get it fixed or at least get it evaluated before it does that, and you can call Marco Concrete Lifting to help you out with that. Their phone number, once again, is 304-722-5430. 334-722-5438, located in St. Albans, West Virginia. Online, it's marcoconcrete.com, 406 McCorkle Avenue, Southwest in St. Albans, 304-722-5438, marcoconcrete.com. And uh, as reliable as you can get, and that's uh, the first step you have to take if you have any work that uh, may need to be done or you need an evaluation, just pick up the phone and make a call. 
Thank you very much, and thank the people of West Virginia. All right, Ross, we really appreciate it. And, man, 25 years, congratulations. That's awesome, man. Thank you, sir. Uh, say hi to the, those kids and grandbabies for me. Oh, the birthdays are tomorrow and next day. I remember that. It's always right around your own anniversary. That's excellent. Yeah, Lennox's birthday was actually on the day I incorporated. That's amazing. Happy birthday to everybody out there. That's uh, that's amazing. That's Ross Kirk from Marco Concrete Lifting. Again, marcoconcrete.com. The phone number is 722-5438-304-722-5438. I'm Dale Cooper. That's going to wrap up Ask the Expert for today. Coming up next, ABC News, followed by Local News, and then Dave Allen with 580 Live, and then Hoppy Kirchhoff with Talkline after that. I'll be back at 3.06 this afternoon with Hotline. Have a great day, everyone, on 580. WCHSAM 96.5 FM Charleston and 104.5 Cross Lanes, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here too. From ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. A heat wave is blanketing much of the country, well over 100 million of us facing heat alerts or advisories today with many places likely to see triple-digit temperatures. ABC's Whit Johnson is in New York. Here in the Northeast, it's that dangerous combination of heat and humidity. Temperatures are supposed to feel like the upper 90s and triple digits. Officials say if you have to be out and about, make sure you stay hydrated, take breaks in the shade, and if you're traveling with children, always check the back seat to make sure no one is left behind. In Texas, where temperatures have been in the triple digits for the past week, it's putting water and power under serious pressure. A new threat